the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Oh, good morning. We finally got some good weather. I mean, it's sunny out and the air is fresh. Yesterday was a little bit crazy. I think we had wind and maybe a little hail. It was a little bit crazy. But welcome to Iron Real Estate. And I always say, uh, now more than ever, our homes have become our castles and our fortresses. And never before have we appreciated the safety of our homes more. So when you're home on a Saturday morning at 10 a.m., there's nothing better to cheer you up and find out what's going on than tune in to us and listen to us on I Am Real Estate. And, of course, please call us and give us your questions at 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622, excuse me. And for those of you who tried to call us last week, we're all, you know, doing this remotely from somewhere. So it's a little rough. So if you're on the line long, there'll be somebody that comes and tells me because sometimes I can't see all of the um, questions. Ace Wadisupar is with me. Hi, Ace. Ace is the Senior Vice President of Citizens Bank, and we're grateful for him taking the time every Saturday morning for many years now to join us and let's keep us posted on what's going on in the financial world and mortgages and refis and all of that kind of stuff, uh, home equity loans. So, uh, hi, Ace. How you doing? Good. Glad to be here. It, I, I believe this is, what, now week three, going to week four of the quarantine? Uh, please. I lost track. It's hard to keep track of time <laughs> on what day it is. Um, I, know. I don't know. And there's Steve with us, with Steve, who is a partner at Barton LLP, which is one of the top law firms in the city with a specialty in real estate. And uh, Barton is an innovative law firm. And it's just started the Barton COVID-19 Resource Center, which we'll talk about a little later. So if you have any legal questions or dilemmas about the virus or real estate, please give us a call at 866-970-8622. A good friend of mine and also a person who's an executive at the uh, renowned PR company, Rubenstein, uh, is... uh, which is a public relationship company. And I had gotten a text from her husband about two weeks ago saying Barbara's got the virus. And uh, she had it, and she couldn't talk right away, and now she's recuperating. And um, she was the first known case in her co-op in New York City. And she'll tell us what it's like 
And what happens when you're living in a co-op and you get a severe case of the virus? And also at 11.30, we'll have a psychiatrist, Dr. Sherry um, Spritzer, and she says she's going to join us and she'll be happy to answer any of your questions and tell us what, what's on most of the people that she's talking to minds lately. And they're probably the same questions we all have. Um, you can keep in touch with us on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook, where I post almost daily, or I do post daily, uh, uh, you know, and look, it seems like, I guess if you're in the mood to hear some nice music, and I didn't grow up with it, but my father used to listen to Frank Sinatra all the time, and uh, so I grew up listening to him, and I loved his song, Strangers in the Night, and that's he recorded on this day. I um, want to take a little time, though, before we do our show to tell you that all of us, Ace, Steve, myself, and all the people at our radio station, all of us, um, and I in real estate, want to offer our deepest condolences to those who lost their lives and those who lost family members as a result of this virus. Our best wishes to all those that were affected, and we wish you all, those of you who have the virus but are staying at home recovering, a speedy recovery. We also want to thank all those who have been working tirelessly in responding to the disease. And thank you to all of the people that showed up with supplies and food and just came out there and thought of no one but helping people. So we want to thank everyone. And also, I think you've heard the mayor of the governor, excuse me, Governor Cuomo say, and thank you to the 20,000 People that came from outside of New York, you know, really putting their lives in some kind of, you know, a little danger to come and help New York and aid New York. And we want to thank all of the people um, because we're all in this together. And I think you see the best of humanity coming out. And it's that's really a nice part of what's going on amongst all the hor- horrible things. Um, many of us this week will be celebrating Passover and Easter. Um and so happy Passover you know, and Easter. And usually that's about bringing families together. And with the COVID-19 you know, virus, we will have missed that physical connection. So we want to keep, we, we, I, I really want to tell you that you need to still do it, connect however you do it. Um, and people are finding the holidays will feel different, but people still want to connect. If they can't connect physically, they just want to connect emotionally. And um, it's a special time, and it still can be a special time for for families and your faith. And so uh, you can do a host of things. My friends are doing, some people I know are doing, did Seder dinners online, you know, on, in, on one of Zoom or some of the platforms that allow everyone to get on together. Um, some people are streaming uh, Easter church services, and I know they're on television also. Some people with kids are, uh, my, my, my daughter's a teacher, and she says, you know, that she's teaching online. And so one of the things that she has to do also with her class is have an activity for the family to do together. And one of the things they're doing is they're doing Easter egg hunts because they decide that the Easter bunny is an essential worker and he must still work on Easter. He's not off. So he (laughs) 
uh, they're putting, you know, eggs. If they have a little outside yard, then they're putting them, they're hiding the eggs outside. And if they don't, if they're just in an apartment, they're hiding them in the house. But sorry, Easter Bunny, you're not off. Um, so we wish all of you a safe and a good holiday. And just, again, remembering what's most important. And, you know, at times like this, I think people really start to focus on saying, hey, you know what? Two months ago, these all these things were important. And now what's most important is everyone's healthy. And just Stephen Ace, I heard the numbers. Of course, they didn't sound great. But the good news was they were going down as far as the new cases in the New York area, correct? Yeah, I heard um, the curve is definitely flattening, Dottie, although the next week will be its peak in terms of folks that already have the coronavirus. But in terms of new cases, it's def- definitely gone down tremendously. So, Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, hopefully, you know, again, I think no one's 100% certain, but hopefully um, I think more people are, are not going to hospitals. Um, that's one part of it. I think people are learning that, you know, to deal with a lot of symptoms. I have another friend, and she has a little apartment in, in the city, but she has her house in New Jersey, and her two sons, who are college age, are in her house. And she went to three or four places to try to get the test, but she was kind of a milder case. It wasn't that bad so she didn't so she didn't get to any of the hospitals and that's a good thing she called up her doctor and they had a virtual kind of chat and he said stay home um and so she's home now she tells me again i'm not a doctor so i don't know this if there's anybody listening that's a doctor then let us know but she tells me that her doctor said that after you're finished with the virus and after you have no symptoms then you need to um, it could be up to two weeks where you kind of need to isolate because you could uh, you could spread it. I just have a text from my daughter who I just talked about, who's a teacher in the New York schools, and she just texted me, Mom, de Blasio just announced no school uh, for the rest of the school year. Now, that's for the city schools. So that's hot off the press. I didn't know that yet, although I assumed that they wouldn't be going back. Um, I do think that we have, uh, do we have a caller from Manhasset? Well, no. if we do, Wait. I'm not getting them. So you'll have to try try again. No, I we have Terry, said... Terry from Manhasset is on. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Terry? Yes. Hi, Terry. Thank Hi. you for calling us. What's going on? How are you? What's going on where you are? Where are you from? Manhasset. I know Manhasset no, well. No, no. I grew it's, up on Long Island. I love Manhasset. It's we great. have real it's, estate it's, offices there, and I love the shopping there. When I first went to the city to run Douglas Elliman, they are like, oh, how come you, how you have nice clothes? You really see good stores on Long Island? I said, are you kidding me? I said, you could get in the rain and take taxis. They didn't have Uber then. I said, I will get into my car and drive to the Americana Shopping Center, and every store is at your back and call. Okay. Uh, um, what's going on in Long Island? Yes, um, I have a problem. I sold my house. I went to contract at the uh, 
end of September, and I couldn't find a place, so we had a, um, com- a mortgage commitment extended. And right. at this point, um, I'm ready to uh, close at the end of May, and my buyer, who told me, I called you beforehand, um, he wanted a price reduction in the end of uh, February. And I said, you know, there was no reason for it. He wanted a $200,000 price reduction. Oh, that's a big one. Yes. So I, I said to him, we have a contract. Anyway, now with the virus going around, he uh, he said that um, he, because of the uh, COVID, his mortgage commitment might be rescinded. And he's going with a, a private um, uh, broker, and I just wonder, and I feel it's not legitimate. I think he's looking for every possible way to get out of it, and I'm worried because I'm packed to go at the, uh, you know, in May. Well, I think we all can answer that, but not seeing your contract, it probably has a, uh, I'll let Steve do this, but I, an ace, but I'm, you, you do have a mortgage contingency clause, which most contracts have that says if he can't get a mortgage he can get out of it correct you have that in your contract i assume I believe, uh, and my attorney is a is a one-man show which i really am very disappointed with him because he isn't uh doing anything in this situation and i don't know what to do well let's legally tell you um let, let steve talk legally and ace talk about what the banks are doing and then i'll tell you what i think could be happening, sure. okay? I'm not 100% sure, but I might think that. Go ahead, Steve, from a legal sure. standpoint, you want to? Absolutely. First off, I'm sorry to hear that you're going through this. And one of the first indicators that, you know, that I see is that he already tried this back in February. Now, as Dottie was saying earlier, it obviously critically depends on how your contract is written. So that, that will would really depend, and to give a complete answer, one would need to see it, but if but my guess Steve a... on Long Island that most people I'm just giving you a, a lot of times in the city they don't have it, but I think on Long Island I've been in Long Island my whole life or I know it like the back of my head. I think most contracts have a contingency. We don't know for certain you're going to have to that your attorney is going to have to. So you should write that down, and he'll know whether you have a mortgage contingency or not. But so I'm if you have you do. Yeah, so let's assume that you have a mortgage contingency. The typical mortgage contingency, though, has a period of time. And you mentioned that you signed the contract in September, and now all of a sudden we're looking to close potentially in May. So that's a pretty long contract period for the average transaction. You know, most transactions are, let's say, 60, 90 days, so it's a bit longer. But assuming it's written the typical way, they would have a, a contingency period but the mortgage contingency is linked to getting a commitment letter, which is a contract by a bank lending, um, but also it is not um, the actual closing and funding. Also, a couple things further that you mentioned, you know, he's going to a private lender. So one of the things also, if I was the attorney in the matter, I'd look at is does the lending source constitute the type of lender permitted. Normally the clause says you have to go to, and to keep the contingency alive, you have to go to an institutional lender, like a bank like Citizens or a licensed um, mortgage bank or broker. And so here you're saying went to a private lending source, 
that's also an interesting question to look into. But these things, uh, you know, do expire. You know, sometimes when you have a long contract period, these clauses are modified to reflect the timing. But the first thing that you should be doing before having any response is the attorney should outline to see if the buyer has any um, rights or ability to walk away and what are the time period um, for the contingency. And let me say this, um, and again, I hope this is not the case. Um, One more thing. However, if you, if if all of a sudden he's going to a private lender, because when you're applying for a mortgage, obviously if if a bank won't give you one, then you're not going to lose your down payment. But if he's going to a private lender, it could be somebody, I think Steve was alluding to that, that's not going to give him a mortgage. He can be doing that on purpose. So you need to get your attorney, and um, that's why I stress using somebody who's a real estate attorney, but get your attorney to find out where he's applied for a mortgage, okay? Because, um, you know, he might go to just, you know, he, because most banks, and and Ace, tell me if I'm incorrect or not, most banks are closing. We're close. I know it's Douglas Elliman. We're doing our, our, our deals are closing. Definitely, Dottie. And and I wanted to just touch upon the commitment letter and, you know, his, I guess, I guess his communication to you that he's getting declined by the bank, right? So with COVID-19, with everything going on in the environment, banks are looking into um, folks' financials. So that could be true. However, you do want to get their commitment letter to see, you know, if, if he was in fact denied, what were the reasons he, he was denied, right? Because that's going to be a telltale as to is he really telling you the truth or is he just using it as um, a scapegoat to get out of the contract? So um, to Stephen's point, just make sure you read your contract carefully. And also, if he is saying that he's being denied by this private lender, ask him for a copy and you'll be able to see why he was denied, right? So don't just take his word for it. You know, t- take a look at the copy of the of the letter. Yeah. Because well, he, he might he, really, yeah, I doubt it. I, I just have a feeling, you know, he might be, you know, look, people are nervous now because there's a lot of uncertainties. So, uh, you know, I think that, you know, there might be people that just got ner- getting nervous because they don't know how. And we're going to talk a little about that later, how this economy comes back, when it comes back. And they're nervous about their futures. So, you know, you can understand somebody being shaky. Um, I don't know how much your home was, um, but, you know, maybe you get, you know, I would have my attorney, you know, send him, uh, you know, a copy of the um, private mortgage person that he has. And um, he's not saying he's declined yet, is he? No, he no, he isn't. But he agreed to each extension. We had uh, an extension for the mortgage contingency and we No, not the mortgage uh, contingency, but we had uh, his agreement that uh, they would extend the mortgage. And uh, there was no problem in that. He agreed each time because he wasn't ready. So he, in other words, he didn't get the commitment in time, so you agreed to let him have an extension on the mortgage. No, no. I, no, we both wanted the extension. He agreed. He got the the mortgage commitment. Right away, his credit is good. He is a okay. Wait a second. So just just help me out. You he has a commitment, correct? And now he says it's over. Now they're not going to give him that commitment. 
they're not because gonna honor of COVID, that. Right, and I just, and I received a text saying he's waiting for a response because, and uh, he was very vague. Because I said, well, to him, do me a favor. I think we're coming up to a break. Maybe if he really does want the house, we can help him somehow. Wait till the break is over. We're we're coming to a break, okay? But we'll be right back, um, and we'll be here to answer all your questions. Warning, if you thought it was safe putting your money into a retirement plan all these years, then think again, because you're about to get sucker punched by the biggest tax to hit Americans' retirement savings in over a 100 years. Everything you've worked for and put away for retirement, this Congress is coming for it, using a new law that gives the IRS the green light to be able to confiscate 30% or more of your retirement savings. It's all spelled out in plain English in this free new book from the Center for Retirement Security. Get your free copy of The New American Retirement Plan and learn how you can still take back your retirement from the prying hands of Uncle Sam. Simply text the word RETIRE to 95999. On page 62, you'll learn the first move you need to make to save your IRAs and 401k. On page 143, how you can legally collect up to 76% more every month on your Social Security payouts. Text RETIRE to 95999 for your free copy. Text RETIRE to 95999. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. It's time to say happy 20th birthday to Trinitas Regional Medical Center. It's been 20 years since Elizabeth General Medical Center and St. Elizabeth Hospital got together and formed Trinitas. And since then, Trinitas has established 12 centers of excellence, including the Comprehensive Cancer Center, the Wound Healing and Hyperbaric Center, the Connie Dwyer Breast Center, Cardiology, Renal, Maternity, Behavioral Health, and more. In fact, Trinitas has also grown to offer care in every county in New Jersey. Trinitas Palliative Care Program received advanced certification from the Joint Commission and their Stroke and Joint Replacement Programs received gold-level certification. You've heard me talk about Trinitas Center for Wound Healing and Hyperbaric Medicine. Well, they're now at an amazing 95% heal rate for problem wounds. This amazing medical center just gets better and better. To find out more, visit TrinitasRMC.org. That's TrinitasRMC.org. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then go to Babbel.com, download the app, and try it for free. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just go to Babbel.com and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or go to Babbel.com and try it for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com. Do you have a Relief Factor success story that you'd be willing to share here on my show? If so, I'd like you to call Relief Factor on 800 500 
8384 and option 5. And tell them your pain-free success story. We'd love to hear it. And maybe I'll play it on my show. That's 800-500-8384, option 5. In the meantime, for all the rest of you still struggling with pain, you've already heard many testimonials about neck, back, shoulder, hip, or knee pain. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son owners of Relief Factor, have created the three-week quick starter pack, and they've discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Pain from getting older, exercise, or just everyday living is no fun. That's why Pete and Seth created this amazing 100% drug-free supplement, and now tens of thousands of people are taking it every day. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back and we're on the line. We're talking. Oh, you on the line? Still? Yes, Terry is still here. Terry? Terry, yes. are you there? Yes. So yes, I, I, I just want to ask you, I, you know, if he had a mortgage commitment and now they changed it, um, then you might want to have your attorney in a nice way call his attorney and say to him, look, if you're having a problem getting a mortgage, um, why, you know, that he has some good connections, which is us and Citizens Bank and ACE. And we will take a look at it and, you know, maybe we can um, get that for him if he doesn't get it from a private mortgage. Because if he had a commitment and now he says he lost it, that could, Ace says that could be possible, correct, Ace? Yes, that could be possible, Dottie. I mean, right now with COVID-19, many banks have conformed their guidelines to the GSEs. Really, um, you know, they're taking into account the volatility in the stock market financial situations such as unemployment. So they are re-underwriting some of the um, clients and, and, and folks that have applied, but that's only if something triggered them to, to re-underwrite the file, right? So th- this, this could be one of those cases, so we don't want to rule that out, but we just want to make sure that we have all the information, you know, pertinent so, to your Yeah, to, to so that's contract. what I would do. Um, uh, that's what I would do. I would call my attorney um and say you know go along with it and say you know it looks like he's has a problem he had a commitment and if he lost it if he can get it from this personal investor great but if he can't that he knows somebody and you can give ace a call and we'll take he'll take a look at it and see if there's anything that we can do to get that to close so that's the best we can give you now but if you you know keep us posted and you can get a hold of us um you can D Herman at element.com or you can get a hold of ACE at uh, ACE, which is the easiest way to get a hold of you. ACE.W at citizensbank.com. Yeah. If you need it or, you know, if you need anything or leave your phone number and um, if you need anything and you need a call back during the week, we'll be glad to help you through this during the week. Okay. Thank you. All right. And, uh, we wish you good luck with this transaction. I mean, it's kind of crazy time. Are you seeing a lot of that, Ace? Yeah, we're seeing a lot of it, Dottie. I mean, especially during this time where folks are a little bit nervous, to your point. I think you mentioned that earlier. And it's a very um, it's a very uncertain time, right? So um, people are now thinking about, wait a minute, I just signed a contract. I have this huge obligation. Am I ready for this obligation, especially with the unknown going into the future, right? So. Look, it yeah. plays a huge psyche 
in terms of folks' mentality. But I think that's why it's more important than ever for us to have this kind of show and for folks to really um, talk about their concerns. And, you know, I always tell everyone in the real estate community, uh, including Stephen, he's been a world resource for us as well on the bank side, to just stay in front of our clients and make sure that we're addressing any concerns they have because it is a very fluid um, time period where things are changing, it seems like, every single week, you know, with the government and the relief program. So just staying informed and keeping yeah. in front a, of our A clients. lots going on and a lot of uncertainties. Yeah. So we're glad to we'll help you. And, you know, you can reach us during the week if you can't get, you know, if you can't wait to the radio show, by all means, let us know. We'll we'll be there to call you. We're not going anywhere. Exactly. All right, Dottie. I think I'm hoping that I have Barbara Wagner on the yes, phone. Yes, Dottie, we have I her. can't see. Yeah, Dottie. We do? She, she's here. She's here. Okay. Hello. Well, Barbara Wagner, who is a friend, but she's a public relationship, as I told you, executive with a specialty in real estate. Uh, Barbara's recent clients have included Douglas Elliman, the New York Public Library, and the Empire State Building, among many others. And Barbara tested positive for COVID-19 in mid-March. She's recovered now, and as I said, I had gotten a text from her husband about two weeks ago. And Barbara, thank you for coming on our show. I love you. I'm glad that you're recuperating. We spoke a lot on the phone after you got a little better. Um, first, we should tell everyone that your husband, Steve Wagner, is a prominent real estate attorney and also the president of your co-op board. He is. Right. And now you did a story for the New York Times, I believe, that was living with Corona virus in a co-op. And mm -hmm. for all of our listeners, a co-op, is a building where you don't own, you own shares, okay, in the, uh, you own shares in the, in the whole corporation. It's not direct real estate, but you own shares in the corporation. So, Barbara, first we should tell, every, we should want to know, how did you know? I mean, how did you first, tell us the story, how did you find out or how did you figure out that you had this virus? Well, it was um, on uh, St. Patrick's Day, and it was about 11 o'clock at night, about to go to sleep, and all of a sudden I felt like I had a fever. Uh, and um, I noticed my throat was scratchy, and I don't I remember exactly, but I was probably coughing a little. So I immediately went and took my temperature, and I had uh, somewhere between 100 and 101. Uh, and I, I just thought I have it. <laughs> you know, I just actually knew I had it. That was it. your first thought, Barbara? You mean you just Absolutely. Thought... Like, why would I get a fever at 11 o'clock at night? Why would my throat hurt and be coughing? I knew these were the symptoms. Uh, and the other thing that was really completely stressful and very important is my husband had been diagnosed uh, with a mild case but a very serious lung condition um, in, oh, in January and February. Uh, and so I knew that he certainly was going to be compromised. I immediately went and made up a bed in the den. Uh, I had gotten a number for New York Presbyterian, if you thought you had COVID, and I spoke to a nurse at about one o'clock in the morning, who was reassuring and just told me to take Tylenol. But um, so, so that's how I knew. And the next day, I contacted my doctor um, and uh, had a teleconference with her, and she um, thought I looked pretty good. But she agreed with me that the symptoms sounded like uh, COVID, and said, "If I can give you a test, but it's going to take a week." And at that point, I sort of was flippant and said, "I'll be better by then," which I wasn't. Uh, and um, and uh, she said to me, 
I told her about my husband, and she said, get him out of the house. Hotels are cheap right now. Just get him out. So we, so that is what happened. And Steve is actually coming home today. That's the good news. But he's been out and of the house for three and a half weeks. Was yesterday y- was yesterday not. was our anniversary. So happy anniversary! That's thank a great you anniversary much. present. That yes. you're okay, and he's coming home. And well, and, and the good news. I, I mean, it's been a saga, but I got a test on Monday to see if he could come home, and I was supposed to have the results on Tuesday. And Tuesday they didn't have it. Wednesday they didn't have it. Thursday, they called me with apologies to tell me that uh, they lost it, the test, Um, which I wasn't even angry at them about because God knows what the hospitals are going through and the chaos. And they explained some of that so many of them are working remotely that it just got lost. But but my good news and my good news as of about an hour ago is that I took the test yesterday, late afternoon, and I am negative. So I'm thrilled. But it's important, Barbara, to tell people that you thought of your husband first and made sure he got out of your apartment. First, you put him in a separate room. And then when you knew for sure you had it, you had him go to a hotel. And then you actually took a test to make sure that you weren't contagious anymore, which is a really responsible thing to do because I get concerned you know Barbara about people that might have it I know a bunch of people that have it and uh, that don't you know that don't go for the test to find out if they're okay you know if they're okay and they're not spreading it so what I have to say about them is yes I'm very responsible but uh, on Thursday they told me that they couldn't give me another test Um, and so for most people, I mean, I've been lucky that I've been able to be tested because it's really hard for people to get tested, really, really hard. I've just been lucky. Um, and a, a lot of that is probably because I mentioned my husband's illness, so that puts me in a different category. So on Thursday they told me they couldn't test me, but he could come home, but we had to wear masks around each other for a week just in case and watch the way I prepared food. I mean, it sounded like a nightmare. Um, he oh, my goodness. His, he called his pulmonologist, and his pulmonologist said she has to get tested. So yesterday I just pretty much begged on the phone, um, and they, they saw me right away. They, they, I went right up to, um, to... So, so Barbara, before you finish telling us your experience, what is your, you know, what is your advice for people? Because I, I know it's hard to get tested. What is your advice for people who can't seem to get tested? I, I almost feel like you'd know if you had it. it it's um, although people have varying degrees and it changes over the course. Um, I think to, to actually here's some really good advice. I mean, I store before this all happened. I went Barbara, to the store okay. and I made sure I had you know stuff to eat. The right things in in Europe. You were prepared. I would, I think we're coming up to a break, so I'd like you to hold that. And we're on with Barbara Wagner, a public uh, executive, you know, for Rubenstein. And she'll be right back to finish telling us her experience dealing with the virus. And we'll be right back. 866-862-970-9622. Feel free to call with any of your questions. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees another relentless attack. Imagine if it hadn't been the president who said, 
that hydroxychloroquine could be a game changer. Imagine if it was Dr. Fauci who'd said it first. The media would be saying, oh, that wonderful Dr. Fauci. What a hero. Because Donald Trump, the president, said it, they talk about poisonous aquarium cleaner. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before Kevin McCullough at 5 on AM 970. The answer brought to you in part by Connors and Sullivan Attorneys at Law. Whether you need help drafting a will, trust, power of attorney, or health care proxy, their experienced team of attorneys have been helping clients plan their estates for over 30 years. My friends, Dennis Prager here, and they're at it again. The left is doing their best to silence ideas they don't like. On the college campus, in social media, and at your place of work, if you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the left will try to shut you down. I've experienced this, and you, your children, and your grandchildren will or already have. My friends, it is time to fight back and defend our values, and that is why I made the film No Safe Spaces. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this film, which is why, believe it or not, This is really amazing. You won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back against the attack on free speech and protect our American values. In any event, it's just a great film. See No Safe Spaces starring Adam Carolla and me at nosafespaces.com. Confused about Corona? Then listen to Pandemic 2020 for news and updates. Got a question? Submit it online at am970theanswer.com or call 877-970-2999 during the program and talk to the experts. It's Pandemic 2020, weekday mornings at 9 as part of the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970, The Answer. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, helping your body help itself. I'm Laura Schaefer, General Sales Manager for WMCA and AM 970, The Answer. This is a tough time for all of us, especially those in the restaurant business. With the restrictions and fear of spreading the virus, restaurants are closed or restricted to takeout options. We want to support you as restaurant owners by providing you with a platform to share your takeout deals with our listeners. We've created a webpage where our listeners can find your restaurant's special deals. It's easy and extremely affordable. All you have to do is go to our website, submit your info, and we'll follow up with the next steps. We'll even post your ad on our sister station, WMCA.com. Listeners, you'll be able to find all the listings on our website. So head to am970theanswer.com to lend your support. We'll get through this together. Stay safe and stay healthy from our staff to your families. Take AM970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com surroundnewyork.com connecting you with new customers it's i on real estate got a question call 866-970-9622 here's douglas elements ceo dotty herman 
We're back, and you're listening to Iron Real Estate. We're in the middle of talking to Barbara Wagner, a public relationship executive, who is telling us her experience um, with this virus that she's just recuperated from. Now, Barbara, okay, let's go back. Okay, so now your husband moved to a hotel. Yes. And how did you, did you go to the hospital? Did they tell you not to go to the hospital? I mean, how did, what did you, did you well, call your doctor? What, what happened? I was in touch, my doctor from that first day I spoke to her and we did a teleconference, told me that I was to write to her every single day. I did that through um, the Connect system that's uh, New York Presbyterian and Wild Cornell. So I, I did. Um, and the second, so I got it on a Tuesday night. On Thursday, she said I could be tested. She actually arranged for me to be tested. And I still felt pretty good. I didn't, you know, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't bad. And I thought I was going to breeze through this whole thing. Uh, so, uh, but I did write to her every day. Uh, but by the weekend, I was horrible. And So now uh, that's but, like five days later, four or five days later. Yeah, I, and what she's told me is that between five and seven days is really can be the roughest time. And for me, oh. it was. Um, the other thing that I always kept in mind is that I knew that if I could breathe, uh, I was okay. And I could breathe. And um, I, I also had a dog with me. And... Um, by, and the doctor had said, if I put on gloves and a mask, I could walk her and that was then, and, and Purell my hands. So I was doing that. But by the Sunday I was horrible and I had to ask my neighbor to please, um, walk the dog. Um, he saw me and an hour later showed up with another, um, neighbor and they basically, um, just said, Barbara, it's time. You look horrible. Um, you have to go to the hospital. And I didn't want to <laughs> because I knew I could right. breathe. I had very high fever, but, and I'm sure I looked horrible. But um, they said, you don't have a choice in this. Uh, we called Steve, who's my husband. He agrees. Uh, and, and we just called 911. The paramedics are on the way. So I did go to the hospital. Um, and when I got there, uh, I was brought to the emergency room and the doctor said to me, what are you doing here? And I said, my neighbors called 911. I don't want to be here. They, they said, he said, this is the worst place for you to be if you weren't exposed to the virus before you're exposed right now. Wow. Um, I mean, just listen to that. I mean, you don't want to wait too long, but he's telling you as long as you can breathe, Mm -hmm. you don't want to go to the hospital. So what happened then? So what happened then was there I was, and people who looked so horrible and sick were coming in, uh, and I and I was terrified to be there. Um, and then, uh, but they checked my breathing, and my breathing was okay. And the um, one of the doctors insisted I get a. I was there. I should have a lung X-ray, and it took a while. And uh, then the other doctor agreed also that we should. You know, I may as well give me the lung X-ray. And I waited about an hour as these sick people were coming past me and cough. Oh. It was it was a nightmare, <laughs> and uh, and I was ready to just say, "Can I please go home?" But they said, "No, no, no," and they took the lung X-ray, and it was clear, and that actually was very, very reassuring. Um, and I went home. So your lungs were clear, even though you had the disease. Your lungs were okay, which is the my most lungs were okay. Thing. So yes, I, what they fear is that you get pneumonia, uh, and that's really hard to. Um, uh, you know, to deal with. Now, a few days, a day or two later, 
um, I did start having. So did you go home of, now? So then yeah, you went, I went home. home. So you were at the hospital. Home. You went back home. I went back home. I took a taxi. What? <laughs> And then uh, I went home. My neighbors were shocked that they sent me home. I was not shocked. Uh, and then I had, uh, it's another story, but then we had the dog uh, because I couldn't possibly take care of the dog. So my um, my neighbors actually worked out a system where they put down a plastic sheet in the hall uh, and I put out all the dog's toys and her leash, and they sterilized it with, uh, you know, spraying it with Lysol. And then I let the dog go free down the hall. They bathed the my neighbor bathed the dog and brought the dog to my husband's hotel, so that the dog wow. had, had her own journey. <laughs> so, so let me ask you: This was a neighbor who saw you, you know, when you were already into it, the virus, but you were now starting to get really, really sick. How mm-hmm. quickly did that spread the word, spread through that bu- your building that you're oh, in? As soon as I, honestly, before I even got a diagnosis or got tested, the Wednesday morning, I immediately let my co-op know, and I let several of my neighbors know. I just thought they, they should know. Um, so that was very, um, yeah, see, that was the right thing to do. I mean, I hope that everyone's listening because if you do have it, even if it's a mild case, you want to make sure that you let your the building know or the people around you know if you don't live in a building because even if you have a mild case and you don't have bad symptoms, you could spread it to somebody who might have very bad symptoms. So that was so you told the building. Um, I'm sure. And, and what did the uh, managers of the building do then? They were so fantastic. They, they What they did was, I, I actually said, do you have a mask and gloves? That was the first thing I thought of. Um, Steve hadn't even left yet. You know, he was, this was in the morning. They sent up a really good mask, you know, the kind that everybody really wants. And they said right, it was right. the only one they had. And then the, um, the building manager actually snuck up to my apartment and told me, she have, I, this is like the super cleaner. Don't tell anyone else you have it. But, you know, just spray it on everything you have. So, so that was incredible. wonderful. The building really were, were – and were the people in your co-op supportive? Like how did you get through this alone? Really, how did I uh, – well, so, so my people in my building, there were probably about five of them. Uh, I can't even tell you how supportive they were. Oh, and what I was going to tell your listeners was just make sure you have Gatorade in the house just in case. Gatorade, uh, apple juice, these are the kind of things you need because you have to hydrate. Uh, and, and those are the kind of things I absolutely did not have. I had baked beans, and no one wants baked beans when mm. they're sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so you're saying it's you know it's, you should have because you, you ha- I've heard that you have to keep yourself very hydrated. Yes, and it's a good idea to keep yourself hydrated before. Actually, I, I I've been told that you know uh, again I'm not a doctor, but you know make sure that you you know sometimes you can goggle salt and water. So now you're sick as a dog, and I I you know you told me how sick you were that it was really horrible. You had a tough case. Yes. And you couldn't cook for yourself and everything. Oh, no. And so you're, you were telling me about your neighbors, and this is, like, yes, the best well, in yes. New York. The best. So what happened? They, well, they would, um, from the start, I realized I didn't have Gatorade. I didn't have, the, you know, I wanted something like apple juice, which was too sweet, but I'd put water in it. And, you know, I just had to keep drinking, and, and Gatorade's awful, but, you know, I just would... So they they leave me bottles of orange juice, apple juice, Gatorade. What do you need? Um, and and then um, 
you know, after I was at the hospital, my fevers went from basically 103, um, and the worst was 105. But I also developed congestion in my chest, at which point my doctor put me on two antibiotics because she said, I don't want you to come to the hospital, take the antibiotics. So I had to eat. They would say, what, would, what do you need? And the only thing I could think of was rice or a little bit of pasta that was with butter and salt. That's all, you know, I didn't want anything, but they would, so they would cook for me and cook me rice and leave it at my door. It was really wonderful. You know, and and so, you know, that's such, you know, a good story, how everyone really from the building management company to the neighbors really helped and supported you. Um, Now I heard, I think you told me, um, that the doorman got sick also. Uh, one of our porters uh, got sick, um, and he's he's back. So um, so uh, the other doormen all seem to be fine, um, you know. And they, and they too, they would send me up, you know. They would send me, you know, whatever, instead of like if the pharmacy delivered something, instead of me having to go downstairs, which is the rule, they'd make sure I got it at my door. Uh, there were things like garbage. Like I had garbage, and believe me, it was not easy to be taking garbage. At, you know, So I'd put out the garbage out, but I'd spray it with the secret spray that the building gave me so that no one would catch anything. And I'd what? call the doorman, and somebody would pick it up and relieve it for me. Barbara, now you had told me now that you're feeling much better and we're so thankful for that. And Steve's Mm -hmm. coming back home. You you called the company to come in or you, what did you do to disinfect your house and how how do you suggest people do it? Well, I, um, I, uh, last Friday, the doctor told me that I should go outside. I was fever free for three days. Uh, and, uh, I said, I wanted to, I thought I should disinfect my house. I basically went online and I called different companies. I do think they price gouge. Uh, one company was going to charge me $5,000. Uh, another the company that I did choose because I really wanted to get it done was $1,850. It incredible amount of money, but they came in. Um, they told me they were going to Clorox every inch of space, and then they would disinfect it. Uh, and I had to be out of the house for six hours. So, wow. um, so, so Barbara, so. let me ask you this. You know, first of all, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this. I think that so many people, first of all, need to know Barbara had a pretty bad case, and she's good. And most people, as you can see the numbers, but most people. Uh, less people are going to the hospital because I think the doctors are probably giving that advice that if you don't mm-hmm. have to go, don't. Uh, and again, it's the breathing. But what advice would you give people if they think they have the symptoms or if they do have it? Or what, what, what would your best advice be to people? And I, I will, you know, thank the building that they were all supportive. But what would your advice be besides for having you have Gatorade and water, I, I assume? Well, yeah, tons of um, what water. What other things did you have that you can get? Okay. I mean, <laughs> because I know most... I've been trying to get a thermometer and it's almost impossible. Oh, no. I... Right. <laughs> um, my thermometer so... is probably 30 years old. I think it's from my childhood. <laughs> so, but it works. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, I guess the real critical part for me was that I had a good doctor. 
and and I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I hope everyone has a doctor. That really was uh, critical. There is was a number uh, at uh, New York Presbyterian to call. I did speak to a nurse, you know, the, in the first instance. But um, the doctor was really critical to saving me. You know, just just with great advice and constant contact. Uh, tele telemedicine, I guess it's called, is is just a wonderful thing. That they look at you. They, uh, she, I, I probably spoke to her. I probably had those video calls every three days. Um, right, and, I, and those for, to our listeners, um, I I do a lot of homework on. I knew Barbara was going to be on, and I found this um, uh, these doctors at Emory University who just put up a website that you have access to and it's free and it's um c19 c is in christine 19 check c-h-e-c-k dot com c19 check.com you should jot that down uh, and you can access that and you can give them it's it's a free tool that you can give them your symptoms and they ask you a series of questions about your overall health and uh and it gives you a guess on how likely you are to have uh, the virus. Because I know a lot of people, and I had a friend that was telling me, I think I have it, I think I have it, I think I have it. Well, she just got running, through running three miles. And I said, you know, I really don't think you have it if you're able to run three <laughs> miles and play tennis afterwards. Okay? No. I really think it's in your mind. And so, you know, what's going on with all of us, I mean, we're all experiencing this. If you start to have a little sore throat or you, or you, you know, you're, you're not breathing, you know, sometimes you start to think, well, maybe this is the virus and, and you don't know. So, again, um, there is a – obviously, if you have a doctor, oh, you should call your doctor first. But if you want to just check it out, it's c 19 check. Dot com and they will pretty much online the best that they can do uh, tell you if they think that your symptoms uh, have the virus because there are some people as you say that have no symptoms at all I don't even mm-hmm. know if they have it and there are many people because I think while we're on this I think that people have had this it's been around I think since November December and I remember in January I caught a flu and usually when I get a flu I take a z-pack and I'm, by the time that's done I'm okay but this time I was sicker than when I started and I had just finished the z-pack so I was I had tickets to Florida the next day and so I called my doctor I said this is not normal I said I'm sicker than I was and I took a z-pack so he sent me to a lab to get tested and I had a test of my lungs and while I was in the lab uh, after the test they said to me you can't leave and I said why not they said well your doctor will call you in a few minutes and god I thought the worst I said oh my god I hope I don't have lung cancer or something I didn't even think about this virus we weren't really talking about it then and they said you have pneumonia so I had pneumonia they gave me some pills and antibiotics and z-packs and I just laid in bed so a lot of us could have had it already, and if we had it already and we got through it, well, that's a good thing. Barbara, thank you so much for being on our show, okay, and telling all of our listeners about your experience. Stay well, and I'll be, I'll be on the phone with you soon. And we'll be right back. We're going to talk a little about, you know, what you should know if you're a homeowner, okay, 
And uh, what you should know. Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.